So today we're going to look at uh, two other uh, topics or two, two ways by which God guides us. Okay? And the first one is how God guides us through his counsel. Okay, Proverbs 11 and verse 14 says, where there is no counsel, the people fall. Again, reminding us, we're talking about godly counsel. The wisdom, the advice that comes from the heart of God. Proverbs 19 and verse 20 says, listen to counsel and receive instruction that you may be wise in your latter days. We need to be listeners in order to receive. Right? Which means that I need to develop that ability to listen. Uh, Proverbs 20 and verse 18, plans are established by counsel by wise counsel, wage war. It's important that we receive the right kind of counsel, which means that I need to be careful whom I receive that counsel from. Psalm 1 and verse 1 says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. The Bible warns us about ungodly counsel. You know, where is it coming from? Is it godly? Is it ungodly? Does it come from people who have a deep, time-tested, proven walk with God and who will speak based on the authority of God's word and in submission to the Holy Spirit? Proverbs 12 and verse 1, Whoever loves instruction loves knowledge, but he who hates correction is stupid. Let's be willing to receive correction as well. So that could be godly counsel coming our way and that could be God's guidance coming our way. The counsel of godly parents, Proverbs 13.1, a wise man heeds his father's instruction, but a scoffer does not listen to rebuke. Proverbs 1, verses 8 to 9, my son, hear the instruction of your father and do not forsake the law of your mother, for there will be a graceful ornament on your head and chains about your neck. So, one way to honor our parents, you know, we said, we need to honor our parents. One way to honor is to receive godly counsel. And again, I'm saying godly counsel. We're talking about godly counsel from godly parents, of course. Anything that does not contradict the word of God. Anything that is, you know, something that is godly and not ungodly. God uses our renewed minds to guide us. With our renewed mind, God wants to guide us. Okay, so let's look at... Um, a couple of verses um, here, Romans chapter 12 and verses 1 to 2, right? Romans 12, 1 to 2. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service, and verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, and the last part of that second verse, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Okay. So the renewed mind brings in any, every situation or any situation the ways and the thoughts of God. So that's the why. So powerful. And that's why we cannot let our mind be, you know, the devil's playground. Because a renewed mind is really a weapon. It's so powerful. It just latches on to the truth of God. When it latches on to the truth of God, the actions will follow. The speech will follow. The thoughts will follow. And you realize that 
our whole course, the course of our life changes. And that's why Paul writes and he says, be transformed. He's saying not about just small change, he's talking about great change, big change. And God brings in his guidance. God is able to bring in his guidance. 